0: We're here. Sure, it'll be grand. Another superb episode, we hope, sort of. We always promise that, and sometimes we deliver. Eh, whatever. I mean, I like most of our episodes. Yeah, we like them, and that's all that matters at this point. (laughs) I mean, mean, at this point, we are are a decent chunk of the audience, so... (laughs) Yeah, I think a lot of our (laughs) plays are just me, like, checking in on views and stuff. (laughs) I get an extra little (laughs) pop-up there. But this is another full weekly episode of the Kind of OK Podcast. where two Irish idiots. That's myself, Owen, and Dan, my best bud, give our opinions, views, thoughts, kind of give out about, more than anything, movies and stuff. And this week... Well, know what? We'll get there. We'll get there off the top. I'm trying to build some suspense and drama since we let yeah. the viewers pick this. I time. was
1: worried you're they, just gonna go straight into forgetting no, no, that we did the No, no, no. I ball. am now.
0: See, here's the thing. I'm gonna. Tr- I'm trying to do it, even though they have already. By the time they're listening to this, they will have seen the title and they will have seen the art, so they know what it is going in already. They know what's won. <laughs> unless we like put it up with a blank, no title and no cover. <laughs> I mean, we could. We yeah, could. we could. We did. We let them. We let you guys pick, and you. We we'll, could do
1: it maybe for a week, and then we can change the cover to the
0: movie that they chose no it's too late now we should have discussed this beforehand let's move on why we heard not it's done <laughs> shut up <laughs> anyway before we do get in to talk about this week's movie let's catch up how have you been i've been okay um
1: i, I don't know i haven't been up to
0: re- all that
1: much i've been playing some video games going for a walk when i can um trying to organize stuff, do a bit of work with clients. I'm a graphic designer. Please hire me, everyone. Thank you. Um, But yeah, um, that's pretty much been my life at the moment for the last week or so. Uh, How about you?
0: I'm good. Um, WandaVision's over. So there's a gaping void in my life that needs to be filled with a weekly TV show. I think. To be fair, Lois it was a gaping void that
1: was kind of itchy on you. You were just like, okay, I, yeah, yeah, yeah it was, it was. <laughs> but it is.
0: I still need to fill it with something. I think maybe so. Superman and Lois can fill that gap, maybe. I it's don't think air- do that much yet. It's early days. I really liked the first episode. The second episode was kind of yeah, but I am um, yeah, yeah. I'm a sucker for Superman. So um, you we, will, are. we will get to that in a moment. Hmm. And yeah, I don't know, outside of that, watched Raya and the Last Dragon yesterday. Oh now we're God. not, we decided a while ago, we're not going to do like a full review thing of it. But suffice to say, we both really liked it. It's very good. Yeah. It was something that was needed. Yeah. I was pleasantly surprised. I, I, we were on the opposite ends of this for some yeah, reason. Yeah, we because really were. Because I, I really liked the first trailer. That was kind of more like, it felt a lot more s- serious and adult and like fantasy setting that I adore. And the second trailer, I didn't like at all because it seemed just like a throwaway comedy bit was all yeah. the second trailer. The movie's a lot more like the first trailer. I That's think.
1: a good bit of the second trailer in it too, though.
0: The, yeah, but it's kind of little pieces. The comedy's not that great. I will say the comedy is, not, is the worst part of the movie. It never hits. It doesn't really land at all. Yeah. But the rest of it is fantastic. It's,
1: it's Pixar's general equation of for comedy. Like, it's the same comedy every fucking time.
0: Is it, it's not a Pixar movie. Isn't it DreamWorks? It's just Disney. Oh, I think me, it's just Disney. I don't think it's ah, Pixar. Here. No, it's not. I'm trying to remember. Let me start. No Pixar logo. It's just Disney. This is a, this is a Disney, <laughs> Disney princess movie, basically, because she's a princess. Okay. Anyway. It felt a lot more like
1: a, um, a Pixar movie than a Disney movie, I been think.
0: a trend recently, though. The mm. Disney movies have been better than the Pixar ones. I was about to say, oh, what do you mean? a princess has like an anime ally that... Like uh,
1: animated ally like, follows them around, I mean, that's every Disney movie since like Little Mermaid, so that's not even an argument.
0: No, no, yeah, that it's it follows yeah. the block anyway. It's good, all right. So, yeah, the suspense, let's is just do so a review on that. Yeah. Go on, let's sit down, let's do this. The drum, drum roll, please. Don't actually do one. I don't want you, no, don't do that. I don't want you to do that. I'm just saying it for effect. Maybe I'll add one later, probably won't. The winner. No, let me build it up a little bit more. Let me. Build, let me. Let me okay. <laughs> let's talk about the three. Let's talk about this three. week, last week. I was indecisive and I couldn't decide what movie I wanted to do. So we thought, let's let you guys pick. We gave you the power, and it was a tough decision. Yeah. It was a very hard decision. I made it very hard on purpose. I didn't want it, throwing two movies together that. Where one is a lot more popular than the other. One is like... like I could, You know what I mean? I couldn't just stick yeah. something super popular in there. Because that was just going to win. You know, because mm. more people have seen yeah, it. Yeah. So I made it hard on purpose. The choices were... The Prince of Egypt. Fantastic telling of a very
1: popular story, I suppose you could say it that way. Popular. Like a, a big myth. Yeah, yeah, it's
0: based on that comic book, The Bible. Published <laughs> yeah. by. Yeah. But like... It's, it's probably
1: um, in the top three greatest stories of the Bible. Like, even Moses. for, like...
0: Yeah, I would say Moses is in the top three there, like... Top ten Bible stories. New video. That's our next straight. review.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: that, that will not backfire on us at all. No. Uh,
0: no, It, no, it maybe in a positive way. Who knows? Yeah. The Prince of Egypt, choice number one. Choice number two was Disney's Hercules. Okay. My... Personal favorite Disney movie. Now, yeah. anytime if you say like, "What's the best Disney animated movie?" Blah blah blah. It's impossible to look past the likes of Aladdin and The Lion King. To be honest, they're always going to be. Yeah. Aladdin, Lion King, Beauty and the Beast for me are always going to be like, right up there, top the, tier. Yeah. They're yeah, the yeah. like they're the S tier. Yeah. But Hercules has always been my like. Just I just love it. I love Hercules. I love the music, I love the animation. I love i'm I'm a sucker for like anything like ancient mythology in particular, like Greek and yeah. Roman stuff like that. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. adore it. I think I think it's so clever. I think it's undervalued a lot when it comes to Disney movies. I think the characters are great. I love the way they anyway. Hercules, love Hercules. and the third choice and the winner of the poll. By a sw- by one single vote, yes, is what it came down to in the end. Now, we had hundreds of millions of votes, people. It took yeah, me- it,
1: was, it was crazy, actually. Like, <laughs> it, like We didn't expect it. Um, <laughs> it, t- it took me a long to be time fair. to go it's through. It's twice as it. much as we expected in the first place,
0: <laughs> to be fair. Yeah, well, it, like, took, <laughs> it's, it has taken me all week just to count the votes. Some people were sending them in by mail and everything. It was crazy. The winner. It was
1: weird how they had an address. That was Mm. that was the crazy part. It was very worrying. We actually actually have some guardy out now trying to figure out what's happening there. Yeah, you you get
0: you gave out your email, your personal email address a couple of weeks ago. Maybe they used that. And my phone number. And my phone number. Well, there you go. The winner (laughs) choice number three (laughs) was 1999's The Iron Giant. Yeah. Yeah. The Iron Giant won. So anyone who voted for the Iron Giant, that's the movie you're getting. Congratulations. Anyone who voted for anything else, the one person who put a single vote in for the Prince of Egypt, sorry. I guess. Yeah, we yeah. we will do them eventually. We're obviously not going to. We just know we know wipe. who he is, but yeah. you know, we're all we're <laughs> you know we will cover those eventually. I think we're def- yeah we we're not just going to do them now next week because that would have defeated just, the point of this whole exercise, yeah. <laughs> and would you know even the the votes we got in would kind of feel like well, if you're just going to do the all three of them, why bother with the vote? We could have done them in any order. But the Iron Giant won, yeah. so that's what we're talking about this week. So absolutely let's get some factual stuff off the top for anybody who hasn't for anybody who hasn't seen it because for me, at least in my estimation, I would say this is probably of the three that were given. Now, obviously the vote proves that wrong, I think because it won the vote, but I would say this is the least seen of the three movies. Maybe. Um, I don't know. It's a toss up between this and the Prince of Egypt. Like, from my personal experience, I, did, I never saw The Iron Giant when I was a kid, but I saw The Prince of Egypt.
1: Okay, so I ha- this is my viewing on these three movies. Hercules, when it first came out, probably got more views than either two of them put together, right? But Prince of Egypt and The Iron Giant are both cult classics. Like, not everyone who ever watched it, but anyone who has watched them adores them. They're really great movies. But I will say, I think The Iron Giant has risen um, in being famous,
0: yeah, I think, I think, and this—that's th- the thing. It is, it is. The Iron Giant is definitely a cult classic. Now, yeah, I don't mean to say that because a lot of the times the the tag "cult classic" can go along with a movie that's not great, but it can. Yeah. Oftentimes, it also goes along with it's just a a good movie that didn't do well when it was released and has since found its audience. So I would say. Yeah. To be honest, a lot of people who have seen the Iron Giant probably watched it for the first time as an adult. I think its audience. Ooh. I think the audience for it now is a hell of a. The Iron Giant has a. So lot So if we more went out and did now.
1: a survey now, you think the majority would be have been adults when they watched it? I think the every. I think
0: a lot of people now who ha, who have seen and love the Iron Giant probably didn't see it when it came out as when they were a kid, because if they okay. had, it would have done a lot better.
1: See, this shows my age, but I saw it on VHS, renting from the video store.
0: I, I had never even heard of it. Yeah, but I see, that's, that's no why I think what, I saw it. No, I mean, you. when I was a kid, I had no idea what it was. I'd never, yeah. you know, I mean, it, it never came up. Yeah. I don't even know if it was in the cinema here in Ireland. I'd never heard of it. until but that's why I think
1: I saw it, though. Until, Because I went yeah, into a video shop and I, just, I went with my mother and my brother and we did our weekend. Hey, let's pick up three DVDs, yeah. two kids movies, one parent movie and watch it and we did it every weekend so you'd run out of the video out sh- of the videos in the and video shop and start cool, picking up
0: things like that cool poster did it for you yeah the only yeah. poster yeah, made for the did. movie it's a great poster though it's the like, only, every, that's the only poster that's the only theatrical release poster they, or image yeah. that they made for the for the movie
1: but, but you know what's amazing um, fans have made about 10 million Oh yeah
0: they, they, and that's what I mean like I think that <laughs> the Iron Giant it started as a small group of people feverishly saying, The Iron Giant is amazing. It's a really it's good special. movie. special. Everybody it. watch it. <laughs> and now, yeah, now yeah. we're at the point where I watched something recently that for the life of me, I can't remember what it was, but a, a newer thing. And there's a scene in it where people watch The Iron Giant and cry at the ending scene. We're at the point. Wow. We're at the point of saturation with the Iron Giant love now, where I think it's verging on. It's not going to be a cult classic for much. It's longer. like Lion King almost. It's, it's just Lion a, King's used yeah, for that in movies. It's like. not going to oh be God, that, that anymore. I've seen, I've seen yeah. that as that because we're at yeah. the point now where now it was. Here's the thing. It was underappreciated at the box office. It didn't do too well, but in yeah. in terms of like industry and in particular in the animation industry, the Iron Giant was nominated yeah. for fifteen Annies the year came out and won nine of them. Yeah. It will And whether
1: you like this movie or not, visually Yeah, it it's beautiful. And that, like
0: <laughs> so in particular, if you work in the animation industry in Ireland today. Yeah. You you know this movie. There's a yeah. there's a kind of a it all it almost we came very close to this being made in Ireland. But Don Bluth yeah. said, nah, maybe not but it could have been made in Ireland. We could have had this and Don Blue Studios might have survived. Probably not because it didn't do too well. Warner Brothers fucked it up, but you never know. It might have been.
1: Could you imagine like a St. Patrick's Parade with Iron Giant head on? <laughs> could you? I
0: could actually. They'll throw anything. i love it. They'll that sounds a, like a very St. <laughs> Patrick's Day Parade thing to do, to be honest. <laughs> They'll throw anything into that fucking parade, man. Of course, they, they don't even... If I if I write to the parade organiser and say, "Do you know that the Iron Giant was almost made in Ireland? They'll go, well, hey, hey. Let's do it, then. Let's throw it into the parade. Bring Vin Diesel
1: over right now! Get him over here, I don't care. What do you mean he's just working? Just having strapped in paper mache
0: arms and legs walking down the street. Yeah. Those big long ones on stilts. It's just, yeah, just like tubes of, like, empty tubes of toilet paper, like, on his yeah. arms. Like, <laughs> I'm not gone. Family! Yeah, that's, yeah, great. <laughs> so, yeah, so anyone that hasn't seen it, The Iron Giant is directed... Came out in 1999, directed by Brad Bird, who surely everybody everybody knows at this stage. If, like, he is a god of the animation world at this stage, really, in his career. He's done, like, Ratatouille, The Incredibles. He was head animator and director for, like, the first eight seasons of The Simpsons. So... Everything you love is him, basically, is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's and you can see his. Like, if you. Like, the, the very diverse
1: things you just mentioned, but if you look at him, you can see his style in it. Like
0: You can, yeah, definitely. And how he directs it's, it, yes. Yeah. He, he, he very much. And he said this himself, I know, in interviews. And in particular, what he wanted to do with this movie was kind of ignore almost the fact that it's animated. And he did not want this yeah. to be seen as oh animated it's a kids movie he wanted it to be for that anybody could watch it and enjoy it and the fact that it's animated doesn't really matter it's it's a good movie first and it's an animation second
1: yeah i'm like i'm thinking like if they decided that live action it really wouldn't have changed the film you could have had the exact same scenes happening yeah
0: that's what i mean and that's kind of you can see that in a lot of his work i think his pixar stuff is because it's pixar people are gonna look and look at the animation and stuff but yeah But it's it's a great movie. Brad Bird, fantastic. But still, settled
1: in a world that makes sense within itself. You know,
0: that's important. Brad Bird, director, fantastic guy. Great guy. Uh, Screenplay by Brad Bird and uh, and Tim McCannleys, who was brought on kind of halfway through the writing process, and Brad Bird wasn't really sure about him. And then he read his draft of the script and read a script he'd written for something else, and we're like, yeah, this is the guy. So, kudos to him. Nice. Starring. Now this is there's a name in here I had genuinely no idea was in this movie like a big name had just I I have never heard it mentioned that she was in this movie ever. Okay. Nobody has ever told me this. Jennifer Aniston.
1: Yeah.
0: Plays the mother in the movie. Yeah. Never knew. Had n- had no idea. The rest of the yeah. cast rounded out Harry Connick Jr. um Christopher McDonald aka Shooter McGavin from Happy Gilmore. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Love that guy. Eli yeah. Marienthal, who voices the kid Hogarth Hughes in it. What? what was it about kids at the time that sounded like they all smoked like 20 cigarettes a day? Because it's always this kind of raspy, <laughs> hey! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure. But he, <laughs> Eli Marienthal, his big role after The Iron Giant was he played Stifler's little brother in American Pie. Oh, oh, that's unfortunate. <laughs> no, I mean, he did other stuff. He also voiced like Tim Drake, Robin, in a couple of Batman animated movies and stuff. And oh. he did some voices for Batman Beyond, I think, although not okay. not Robin. But um, yeah. So he voices he's the the lead, I guess. And Vin Diesel plays the Iron Giant. Root. Oh yes, that uh, him. Yeah, the, <laughs> but Vin Diesel <laughs> plays the Iron Giant. <laughs>
1: I'd like to mention there's a, um, a Rocket Raccoon and Groot um, movie in the works somewhere. It's basically just the same plot as um, Iron Giant.
0: <laughs> just yeah.
1: lands on uh, Rocket Raccoon planet. All the Rocket Raccoons are terrified, except this little Rocket Raccoon kid. <laughs> oh,
0: the ra- <laughs> that's that's their <laughs> race name. Rocket. Yeah, planets. yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all the all the only better raccoons.
1: than the name of the kid in Iron Giant, so you know.
0: Um, actually, Daniel. Um, a rocket doesn't have a race. I, so know, I, know, I know, I know, I know, I know. Build her. a bear <laughs> reference. Ha, 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 <laughs> blah, blah, he was blah, created blah. in a lab. <laughs> and he's a friend, yeah. You know when these like
1: these really news news <laughs> like those small little facts about characters that are, like this tiny hidden away lore, but then you have so it, it just gets put everywhere so much. Mm-hmm. But even the people who are still like massive comic fans don't realize. Everyone knows now. Even if they yeah. didn't read it, they know just by memes. And, you actually don't know. It's like, we do. Oh, yeah, everybody
0: knows this. <laughs> like fucking comicbook.com yeah. did 16 articles about it. We know about this. Okay. I like a meme. Yeah. Buzzfeed has a quiz for God's sakes. Yeah, I like it. I like an MCU <laughs> memes page on Facebook and they shared a screenshot of a Tumblr post 16 times. So I know. Okay. <laughs> do,
1: did you know Squirrel Girl, uh, Beth Thanos herself?
0: What? You know? Yeah, I think I saw that. Yeah. Too, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, so there we go. There's there's the deets. Let's get into what the hell is going on here.
1: I mean, what the hell is going on.
0: So the Iron Giant set in the Cold War, 1957. Yeah. The small town of Rockwell, Maine. You only that on. It's not, you only you know, it's not a. It's just, <laughs> it's just a setting, you know. It's not like they use that era to create the entire Constantly. movie. Or
1: <laughs> How many times have a, did the newspaper show up with some Russia attack murder evil for the entire yeah, movie? Time. Like
0: ten times. This <laughs> All right, I'm pushing my glasses up on my face again, ready for your probably well known Tumblr fact number one. In during the scene where Dean and the Giant and Hogarth go swimming at the lake, Dean is sitting on a chair reading a newspaper and the headline on the front page is large catastrophe spells disaster or something. Brad yeah. Bird has used that exact headline on newspapers in all of his other movies. Oh. It shows oh. up in Ratatouille and The Incredibles the exact same headline. Stick mean, that in your awesome. pipe Marvel Duck meme you know what whatever i can say like it's
1: if i was in charge of making those of movies i'd probably do the same easter eggs yeah that, that just sounds like something it's i do the, it's the
0: yeah it's like well Brad bird does it a lot because he's got the a113 yeah. thing in all of his movies as well yeah which yeah is the, the, like the classroom he went to design at, studio at, number yeah at cal california i was about to say caltech california, no. Institute, no. Of yeah, california <laughs> institute of the arts a bit different yeah california institute of the arts of which he was one of the first graduating classes, and he graduated yeah. with my hero Tim Burton.
1: Oh yes, you love Tim Burton. Oh, I don't fucking love. It. No, I don't. I can't. Are, are you looking forward to our Tim Burton month? Uh, we just do Tim Burton movies. Yeah.
0: Um, no, I'm no? not really. No, I'm, I'm. You know, I'm apprehensive about it. <laughs>
1: Imagine if we just did one where we picked movies that we actually kind of liked. Would that be mad? By Tim Burton? Yeah, potentially. We we should go through his history Uh, and see if there's anything that we might like. We should look for movies that Tim Burton fans hate about his movies, like a movie that they hate, and we might like it.
0: There's two, maybe three. Okay. That I can say I will watch. Don't necessarily like them that much, but I'll watch them. Giant Peach? No. <laughs> no. Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice. Big Fish. Yeah. And I can't remember the other one, but uh, maybe Batman or something, one of his Batmans. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I do like um Beetlejuice quite a lot, actually. I I'm if I'm like I yeah, I'm iffy on it, to be honest. I think Michael Keaton is yeah. amazing in it and I like a lot of things about it, but I just don't like the style A lot of acting like, in it was <laughs> pretty good. Yeah, I'm just not a fan of that style, so Yeah, yeah. Okay, anyway. We're we're doing it again. We're doing it again. All right. The Iron Giant. The Iron Giant. Okay, so it's set in 1957, a small town of of Rockwell in Maine, which is in the United States for anybody who doesn't know where Maine is. It's a small state. It's in, like, New England. It's up near New Hampshire... Massachusetts, New York in that yeah. area. It's always
1: autumn, it's always
0: cold. It's always no, yeah, kind of it's right. a, yeah, it's yeah. It's mm. yeah. It's always in every
1: movie depicts it, it's it's always autumn. It's, it's always like a green lawn with like yeah, orange leaves floating across it. That's May, every time anything in Maine.
0: Maine, no at no matter where you are in Maine, you are always yeah. beside the sea. There you go. It, yeah. Every single town, every forest, every road in Maine is beside a fishing location. That's, yeah. what I, that's what that's what the world, the internet, the movies have taught me about me. <laughs> <laughs> the internet. The internet. <laughs> yeah. So small town of Rockwell, Maine. Now, Dan, you said Rockwell is named after Norman Rockwell, the yes. painter. I didn't I put did. that connection together for some reason. I thought they were just yeah. doing a play on Roswell for some reason.
1: <laughs> no, no, no. It, it, yeah, it's based a lot on the art and that kind of stuff, it's especially the Iron Giant himself.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, um, you can or see like you can
1: um, some of the visions that we have of the city destroys. It's all kind of very yeah rock. You can,
0: you can see that in the in the movie. Yeah, it is it's yeah. apparent. And just, again, it's some something reason, I would do.
1: For, I just, for, you know I think yeah. I would do as well if maybe I'd make references to everyone I appreciate and love that had some sort of influence.
0: Yeah, in, no, I, I mean I it's doing. it makes sense. I just my brain just mm. didn't connect them for some reason, and yeah. I not But I, yeah. I I distinctively while watching it went. Rockwell. Why did they name the town Rockwell? And I, my brain went to yeah. Roswell, New Mexico, for some reason. I don't know why. But yeah. I mean, I can understand that. The movie, in a nutshell, is it's Lilo and Stitch. It's a reference people. I mean, get. it's a
1: lot of movies. It's, it, yeah, it's You can a, even go back Li- so far as Frankenstein, like. But I'm gonna say you know? Lilo and
0: Stitch because that's more accessible today. Okay, it's Lilo and Stitch. I guess. It's a little kid who's full of mischief and wonder and adventure, and he finds a giant menacing creature that everybody thinks is scary and awful and horrible. And, and he kills <laughs> him. And they both die. <laughs> no, no. And he teaches the big lug to be human. Yeah. And the big guy has... Which is, I'm going to say it now right off the top, one thing that annoyed me about this is that they never gave him a name. No, they didn't, did the, they? Like the kid doesn't even give him a nickname. He doesn't. No, cause it, Cause it. He does have a name. It's Superman. He's Superman. Yeah, they just call him Giant sometimes. Dean calls him Giant yeah. once, and they just call him the Giant. And then that's kind of it. They never name him. I, the first thing I would have done, like this kid, because he shows at the start of the movie. The kid is Hogarth Hughes, by the way. Um, yeah. Who I I. For some reason, again, got this wrong. I thought the use maybe came from, like, Howard Hughes and stuff because he's that kind of kid. But Hughes comes from Ted Hughes, who is the uh, English poet, author, who wrote the novel that this is, like, based on, which was called The Iron Man when it was released in the UK. And they changed the name to The Iron Giant when they released it in America so people wouldn't confuse it with Marvel's Iron Man.
1: I, I always wonder about that like like do they just think the audience is just straight up stupid yes cool yes right. or oh, do. do they think there could be like <laughs> two or three stupid people and then someone gets sued and then everything goes to shit
0: yeah i mean it's it's probably a a lawsuit thing i'm guessing as well they probably were like yeah oh, probably they, marvel will probably be like no nah. Even if they attempt, it just wasn't to worth a hassle. Yeah, it's just like yeah. just to be safe, just in case anybody's yeah. that stupid, we'll call it something else. They call it the Iron Giant. Yeah. The, uh, apparently, the, the author,
1: um, he didn't get the chance to uh, watch the movie, but he got the chance to read the screenplay, and even yeah. though it's quite different to the book, he really genuinely loved, it and he couldn't stop thinking about it. Yeah, he, that's he, nice to hear. You know,
0: he wrote Brad Bird a letter. After he read the script, yeah. and he sent it to like the whole production crew to like thank them, and said like thanks to Brad Bird for like taking my story and turning it into something beautiful and all this kind of yeah. stuff. So he loved it, and it's it lovely kinda, to hear. It's kind of sad that he didn't get to see the movie no. finished, but he did really yeah. like it. And he, him, and Brad Bird, I think they almost kind of approached it similarly, but without like realizing it. So Ted, they they kind of
1: dug into different areas, I think. But um, like, 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 so where, we didn't really get much of the. Rel-
0: but I mean, like, what? where where the story came from, for both of them was quite similar, in that Ted Hughes, who was married to Sylvia Platt, oh, came okay. up. He came up with this story, as a way to comfort his children after their mother's death, and Brad oh. Bird wanted to write the Iron Giant after his sister was murdered by her husband. Ooh. It, it both kind of came from a place of like tragedy and needing to like needing like an outlet to explain their grief and to talk about life and things like that. Which I okay. thought was like yeah. That's It's interesting yeah. that Brad Bird probably read the book or maybe he saw the Pete Townsend musical. Because that's kind of where yeah. that's what his first introduction to was. Yeah, but it's interesting maybe that he though. he yeah. saw that in the writing, and him and maybe that's Teddy why. yes, yeah, why they cared about
1: each other's writing because yeah. they were coming from the same place. I know the plot differs a good bit. It, it's huge different that, from the book. Yeah, yeah it's
0: massive. It's uh,
1: yeah, it's 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 weird as well. The book sounds a bit weird, but the I'm, book I'm is like
0: full on. Like the book is set in London, first of all, and it's basically yeah. like the Iron Giant fights a dragon at the end of it and stuff. It's a
1: dragon, like a dragon bat, alien. Yeah, something a giant other. alien dragon yeah. bat. This literally, its name is like dragon yeah. bat.
0: It's very. <laughs> the book is very different, and the the yeah. the art created for the book doesn't look like the Iron Giant that we see in the movie. No, it thank looks God. Quite different. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> who was, by the way, something I forgot to mention up top. I think. The, the Iron Giant was designed by Joe Johnston. Who um, worked a lot on Star Wars. He did a lot of the designs mm. for Star Wars. He designs like the, the X-Wings and the 80s.
1: You can see uh, that a bit, that, all right. Oh, he designs all those kind of things for 80, Star Wars. 80s, yeah. He does a
0: lot of other stuff. So he
1: designed the Iron yeah. Giant. You can see that. You can see a bit of that. Like. Yeah, yeah. Especially you the, can.
0: Yeah. Um Yeah. Yeah. And he was the only... So they did this partially because their budget for this was a lot lower, right? Because Warner Brothers... Warner Brothers shat the bed with this movie, basically. They had just released... The movie that came out before this was an animated movie called... uh, I've lost the name of the movie. Quest for Camelot, (laughs) it was called. Okay. And it was a massive failure. Did not do well at all. So this was next up to bat for Warner Brothers, and they said... We spent a lot of money on Quest for Camelot, and it didn't do well. So they basically halved the budget for the Iron Giant and told them, "Go, just make it like we're going to release it, but we're we're not really we don't really have much interest in this movie. Like, we don't really care if it does well or not. So, in order to like make everything easier, and so they could meet their deadlines, because they had like a much smaller crew of animators and stuff. Normally, in animation teams will be given, like, a character, and they have to, like, animate that that character, and then somebody else does the scenery, and they have, like, all different sections. Brad Bird decided yeah. no. He split them all up into, like, small teams and gave each of them, like, entire sections of the movie and, like, entire scenes to animate and then, like, put oh. together at the end, which, like...
1: That'd be a really interesting study for anyone who's into animation, just yeah, to he different scenes, yeah. Th- oh, they did...
0: There was a lot of... They were, like, incredibly innovative... In this as well, yeah. Uh, from a lot of like, what I couldn't from doing the reading, what I could almost compare it to is like the production of the Lord of the Rings.
1: That kind that, of like, look, we're limited. Let's fucking work yeah. On but this they they had to be
0: so genius about it that they they ended up like they created entire programs to like help them with their animation and to like maneuver things. They were. The Iron Giant himself was done in CG and he he's the first fully CG animated character in in animation to appear in like a movie or anything. But then they had to like fit him into 2D backgrounds and fit the other characters with them and they had to, they like the Iron Giant moves, he's animated on separate frames to the rest of it. He's done like, he only moves every two frames for every single frame of the rest of the thing to make him look like he fits in more and like his lines can move and stuff and it's crazy it's really like it sounds intensely interesting to see just to read about the production of this movie to be quite honest yeah
1: definitely something i noticed in the frame rate all right i, I, I thought it might have been just a limitation of the um past but i guess now we know No, yeah why. apparently
0: they did it was a purposeful choice apparently it's called animating on twos so he moves just he moves for every two frames that everything else in the movie moves, and they did it to because it it helped him blend in more with the rest of the scene, and something to do with like the CG was limited, so they hit the lines for the the giant couldn't move fully in the way they wanted him to, or something. I don't know. I'm mean, I'm not an animator, so I don't know exactly. It's interesting, yeah. Um. I know a frame rate
1: is used a lot in animation. At least recently it's been used more and more like Spider-Verse, for example, had different frame rates with different characters just to imply that they're not all from the same reality. That subtle sort of implication rather than this outward. Oh, look at this aura. It makes them seem like from another universe. No, it's like, this is weird to look at. It should make you feel a bit uncomfortable. It should stand out from the background. That's not normal. And that's yeah. guess
0: what they do with the Iron Giants, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably a bit of both. I'd imagine, like, the effect it had also worked from a storytelling point of view in that sense. Like, um, I've gone way off the deep end now in, like, crazy, like, interesting things about the Iron it's Giants. interesting, though. Yeah, it's interesting. If, if you want f- one more detail on the plot, so Humphrey, Humphrey, Ho- no, Hogarth Hughes. Hogarth Hughes. Nine-year-old kid. He's full of wonder and adventure. He finds the Iron Giant, who's a giant robot from outer space, crash lands in rock outside Rockwell and starts eating a power plant. Hogarth, I can't get his name, Hogarth saves him, saves the Iron Giant after he gets tangled in power lines and they become friends. And yeah. meanwhile, the US government... I do, government,
1: just, before, just before we go on to that, I love that later on in the movie that gets referenced. So we get this... Um, explanation that the iron giant saw that hogarth saved him by pulling the switch and that's a lovely moment i mean all that but the end of the movie shows us that at the time he was like aiming at hogarth with like a like aiming like a gun at hogarth when he's being electrocuted they show a visor and everything explaining that so i thought that was like Mm -hmm. another little oh okay he (laughs) It's it's interesting where he got his mentality from. You know, I know there was the whole... He had amnesia and all this kind of stuff, but that's sort of what made the Iron Giant him because it wasn't there initially like that.
0: No, he... Yeah, and that's... I kind of... That's where it comes back to, I think, that this movie is... It's a movie for everybody. It's not a kid's movie in the sense that... I think yeah. we talked about how the Pokemon movie is... Has a lot more depth and like adult themes bruh, to it than than like you'd expect bruh. of Pokemon. If <laughs> like if your opinion of like kids movies is that they're just like fluffy, funny little cute things to keep kids occupied, you are so wrong. First of yeah. all, yeah. Like the <laughs> the Iron Giant deals with like ex- Existential. existentialism, <laughs> and like <laughs> there's a scene where. A nine-year-old kid explains to the Iron Giant what a soul is. Like, that's not... Like, that's not a... You couldn't call that a child's concept. Also, what a gun is. What life and death is. Yeah, it's all about, like, what it is to have a soul and to be alive and how you get to choose the person you want to be. And it's so, like...
1: And there's some beautiful moments there. We even see the relationship of a sort of pseudo-father figure because when he says, like, you choose who you are, who you choose to be. That's yeah. from the guy in the junkyard that he's starting to, like, hang out with and That's from, learn um, stuff from.
0: David Dukovnik Yeah, as a beatnik. That's who he yeah. looks like, David Duchovnik. Yeah, yeah, but I love because,
1: <laughs> you, because then you start seeing all the little relationships going on and, like, who is who to everyone in this um, big adventure, like.
0: Yeah, and him both... Dean is the character you were talking about in The Junkyard and uh, Agent Manley who is the US US government agent he works for like the Bureau of Unexplained Events or something I think they call it in the movie he's he's the G-man he's like the FBI he's the typical 50s paranoid like Russia are coming to steal your babies Uh, the atomic war is happening he's this guy um all of those i think were not even in the books they were just created for the movie they're like new characters that brad Bird made
1: yeah i mean i think a lot of it like a big part of the movie even though it's not um i guess i suppose it is part of the plot i, I think that agent is it's propaganda it's the telling of one thing to prop up your ideals and ways of thinking Whereas the truth is a lot more beautiful and subtle. And we get that right to the end of the movie where even the general is like, no, we can't shoot this nuclear weapon. This is a bad thing. And along comes this guy who's only out for himself, who's only out to get his own glory. And he, he says to shoot the nuclear missile at the town. And suddenly everyone else in the town is sort of... Like all the newspapers talk about Russia this and weapons and all that all the pretense is gone and they just have each other.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It was only ever greed and wanting to control and wanting to have power that started the propaganda. I, mean, I suppose you kind of get a reverse propaganda going on as well. Like the Iron Giant gets introduced to comic books, but rather than saying like, this is who you are, the comic books are saying like, this is who you could be. This is who you could be if you strive to be this. And yeah. that's, I, I think it's a big conversation propaganda in this and it's really well done. It's subtle, but it's there
0: and I will I thank you for bringing us back around to the comics section of things because I mentioned at the top that I am a huge sucker for Superman. Yeah. He, Superman's my favorite superhero. I love him. Yeah. If you think Superman's boring or you think he's lame, you're an idiot and you don't understand Superman. I'm just going to leave it at that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this movie Balanced, you know? this this movie <laughs> this movie has the same opinions of Superman that I do, I think. Yeah. This, this so the scenes it's my favorite scene in the movie. Well, I don't know. I just love it. I think it's really neat. It's like early on when uh, Hogarth takes... Hogart takes... I really can't say the kid's name. Hogarth... Okay. Jimmy. Hogarth. <laughs> no, it's not, like... Uh, br- they know it's a stupid name. There's a scene in the movie where yeah. another character says, who the hell would name their kid Hogart?" What? <laughs> but the kid takes the iron giant back to his house or whatever i think they're hiding in the barn and he he's trying to so at this point like the iron giant can't like talk or i mean you know he learn he can understand the sort of but he can't yeah. like speak Yeah well, he gets shown
1: things yeah he, he,
0: he like you tell him a couple of times and he gets it now that changes throughout the movie mostly yeah he still He's very sophisticated be- <laughs> he like he understands everything by the end but he can't like speak fully He can like say some things. But the kid takes out some like comic books he has he has and he shows him like, Oh, this is the mask, it's kinda cool, and this is blah blah and then he takes out a copy of Action Comics number one hundred and eighteen. Yeah. Which is a Superman, an early Superman story. And the the forties theme song for the nineteen forties Superman animated show plays briefly in the background while he pulls out the comic. And That comic, what happens in that particular Superman comic is that Superman gets infected with radiation and becomes a threat to the people he's trying to save. Everybody starts to like, is now like, oh my God, Superman is now going to, like, we can't, Superman can't help people now. He has to like, stay away from them and he has to like, find a new way to be Superman and this stuff. And that's the comic that he shows them. And the Iron Giant is like, that's what I want to be. I want to be yeah. Superman. I want to be the good guy. I want to be a hero. Even yeah. when they're they're like play fighting later on in the junkyard. And obviously the kid is like, you be the bad guy and I'm going to like save you or whatever. Yeah. And the journalist is like, no, I don't want to be the bad guy. And he picks yeah. up like a big S thing and puts it on his chest and says, oh, that's, that's who you want to be. That's what, okay. You be Superman then. You go be Superman, yeah. buddy. You do it. Yeah. I just love it. Good. It's so it's such yeah. like a strong like thread throughout the movie yeah. that I didn't. Because I'll be honest, I I thought I'd seen this movie, having watched it last night. I don't think I had, to be honest. Okay. Fair I I don't. If I had, I've forgotten ninety percent of it. I I honestly think it's one of those movies that I've seen like clips of, and I've like, it's part of, like, of popular yeah. culture. Like I've seen like the ending scene i've seen the like yeah. i am superman i've seen all of that yeah. and i just, just like thought oh yeah the iron giant i know the iron giant i've seen it yeah. i don't think i actually had yeah until well, now I, it, like that's like
1: that's what i was trying to say as well like you know so the whole thing about the cold war is that people were afraid of the outside everything on the outside was evil and dangerous and bad and that's that was propaganda that was that was like, taught in school You we saw the nuclear blast thing video in the classroom like that was the fear and constant papers and so here comes a weapon and he from what we can tell from the past he was a weapon he was there to invade places and destroy with a big army that's who he was but he lands and he doesn't follow his propaganda he chooses who he wants to be he it's the opposite of propaganda and I love that. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, it keeps on being hit for me. Like, yeah, you know? that's.
0: Uh, I think that's the central thesis of the movie. Essentially, is yes. that it's almost like to to really drivel it down to like its basic core. It's don't judge a book by its cover. Almost. Yeah, I, I, that, that's being pedantic about it. But that's an yeah. easy access route into it. It explores yeah, yeah. a lot more than that. But it's very much like you know a person can be who they choose to be, who they want to be themselves. Mm-hmm. Like, if you, if you work for it, and what like you if you show other people that this is who you are, other people will recognize that as yeah. well.
1: I'm just, because I'm just thinking now, let's say, let's change the story. Let's say it's not a giant iron man who landed on, it was a Russian guy who came off a plane, and he lands in this small town. And he slowly makes friends with this kid, learning english by pointing to trees and rocks and saying that and the entire town is terrified of this russian guy and at the end of the day the russian guy goes saves the day that's pretty much what this movie is doing like yeah, you know yeah, pretty much yeah
0: the yeah. fact the, the fact that the like the fact that he's a giant metal robot from outer space is not really that consequential to things. like You can, yeah, you can take really. that uh, that section of it, out, that kind of sci-fi element out of it yeah. and make it just be a story about two people from different countries who are against each other and stuff and it's still the same story. It still works yeah. just as well, which is amazing. It's really well written. And
1: maybe that's the whole idea of the propaganda. is making this big, giant danger out of something. It's just a fellow person just from somewhere else. Yeah. It's making it as this big, massive threat, which it isn't. And this whole... Making things go overboard, panicking and start to attack, and they're only attacking defenses don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to um excuse the Soviet Union <laughs> during the Cold War, but I'm talking about the just the general other person, the yeah p- common man that, you know that
0: concept of other that we all seem to yeah. to have for people who are just people most of the time yeah. you know it's not necessary to yeah. to label them as other or different they might we yeah. might not be. We might not talk the same or have the same daily rituals or whatever, but we're everybody's people. Pretty
1: much the same. If an alien ever came to this planet, they wouldn't go, oh, look how varied the human race
0: is. No, they wouldn't. They wouldn't like, <laughs> they just go, Yeah, they have There's like humans. You guys are all the same. You look the same to me.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, these bunch of people are going to a house every week and do this prayer and thing. Oh, yeah, that's uh, the Christians. Actually, no, uh, we're in the Middle East. Oh, okay. Oh, well, this is
0: different to what those other guys are doing?
1: It looks pretty much the same, like, you
0: know? Yeah. I, w- I will say just... um. So there is two cuts of this movie. Yes, there is. There is the original cut, which is around for a long, 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 long time. And then in, like, 2015, they released... Yeah, um, for the anniversary. The signature edition, it's called, which has, like... It's, like, two minutes of extra footage, but one of the scenes that's added is the scene that you mentioned where you, it's the only real instance you get of the Iron Giant's past. Yeah, and that's it's probably like the one him, I saw saw Yeah, it's the Iron Giant has, has is like asleep in the junkyard. He has a nightmare, and it's um, his oh, little, that, You know, I watched.
1: I went like, I don't
0: remember this. Yeah, too that's well. that's <laughs> that's the big added scene that they added to the yeah. signature edition, which was I'm not sure literally it's necessary just, though. Uh, yeah, I mean it's it's a nice scene, but it, it's kind it's a good of scene. Yeah. I think they cut that one on. Purpose because Brad Bird, he's been asked so many times, like, where did the Iron Giant come from? Like, what's his story and everything? And he said he purposefully didn't want any of that in the movie because he said, number one, no matter what I tell them, people are still going to have more questions about him, and number two, I don't want people to focus on that and like distract from the the story that we're telling here. It's not the the fact that he's from space is not important. Just forget about it. Yeah. But that's honestly
1: isn't. um honestly him turning into the more mechanical dangerous robot at the end is enough.
0: Yeah, more you than don't enough, you really. don't need it. Like it's a night if you watch the signature edition you see it. It's a nice little scene. Like yeah. It's just a, the Iron Giant has a, like a nightmare and it's kind of like a flashback and you see that he was oh, that's like part of a some sort of giant mm. robot armada who in, that in like invaded planets and blew it up invaded knees, like. Krypton
1: because he saw the planet blown up and everything yeah it was, it was Krypton yeah. mm. he's anti-Superman uh, <laughs> no <laughs> because I was thinking I was like that does kind of look like Krypton like, exploding he's Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing right Dean uh, he was having the same sort of visions in his sleep when he was watching television and he was Dozing yeah, off that, that he wo- no.
0: Dean woke up like the the giant's little antenna pops out of his head. So I think it's yeah. He the giant was like inadvertently broadcasting All oh, the memories were broadcasting okay. to the TV. I think is what happened in that. that's scene. a bit much, isn't it? Like yeah, that was just that a bit like <laughs> yeah. All so right. It's, the movie's fine without it. Honestly, you don't need to watch the. Yeah. Scene. I'm not saying it's, this is not a Lord of the Rings situation. You don't need to watch the extended edition. All right. Well, just, you should
1: always watch the extended edition of the Lord of the Rings. So, okay. Yeah, that's yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, this is not that. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, can yeah, just yeah. watch the yeah. original cut, and it's fine.
0: Like, the only other yeah. added scene they added like a five second really weird shot to. It's like the scene where Hogarth is. It's the, like the the day after he first saw the giant, and he's you know he's in class. Like they're watching the, yeah. the atomic blast thing, and he's drawing the giant. They added yeah. like a really weird shot to that where he like turns around and argues with the kids like it's not a he's not a monster or whatever and they added this weird like dolly in zoom effect thing that like pushes in on it's just there was a few of those though there was a few of those scenes there was another
1: scene near to the end of the movie where the mother was turned around to the kid and we had the camera zoom up to her and then passed towards the kid it was an odd one it it obviously felt like it was a done in digital work It wasn't 2d job like it wasn't an animated job
0: no they had to do they had to like in particular I know the like the opening scene you know when you start in space and it like the camera moves down through like the eye of a hurricane type thing apparently that was the hardest scene in the whole movie to animate Said it was incredibly difficult and Warner Brothers told them they wouldn't be able to get it done but Brad Bird was like no I need this in the movie (laughs) but yeah the other the other added scene I actually think helps the movie a little bit more it's not massive or anything but it's a it's a tiny little scene between Dean and Annie Annie okay. being Hogart's mother and it's just them like Dean is at the cafe where Annie works and oh. they're just like chit chatting it kind of what helps she talks
1: about it, so she can refuse service to anyone she wants to that yeah, scene it, is it? It's, it, yeah, just, yeah.
0: it just kind of helps a little bit their relationship because they end up together at the end of the movie and it's yeah. other than like the one brief instance where she like tells him that his art is nice. There's nothing else between them. Really. They're just kind of together at the end of the movie. In fact, you even get more of an implication that her and the agent
1: might have something. At least he's trying to get that going himself. Yeah, I,
0: I, I thought maybe that's where it was going. And I think that was purposeful too, because they, they drew the agent to look like he would be the dad in the family yeah. of Hogarth and Annie. Like, that's why yeah. they wanted him to look that way. So I guess that's where they were.
1: Here's a question,
0: though. Hogarth's the father. Was Do, that explained? I said that in the most Irish accent no. there. Hogarth's father. Oh, oh yes. <laughs> no, the only no. thing we know about him is there's one brief scene where you see a picture of him, like a framed okay. picture. I think it's in Hogarth's bedroom or else it's just somewhere in the house. Yeah. There's a framed picture of him and it's a picture of him. As, he's a pilot that's all we know he was like a and that's why we pilot. see
1: Hogarth in the the head yeah that's why he has the helmet the and yeah. that's, that's why that's what I was
0: thinking yeah yeah and that's why he gets I'm assuming that's why he gets the Iron Giant to like spin him around in the sky with the car. Yeah. We, we know he's a pilot we don't know where he is or what happened to him that's all we get yeah which is
1: nice again because especially when um the Iron Giant goes flying with Hogarth they like yeah. do the spins in the air and that kind of stuff so it's, yeah. that's, that's nice yeah
0: put your arms out like Superman
1: yeah yeah that's very good
0: Okay, so I think we've, I think we've covered it. I think we've talked oh, we quite a well yeah. now. We're it's, gonna... a, it's a nice movie to talk about, actually. Yeah, it is. I'm, uh, so we're gonna move on. We're gonna do. We're gonna try and pick a Jays' moment, I guess. Okay. Let's see how it goes. Jazz's moment, sir.
1: See, I've watched this movie so many times. It's a comfort movie at this stage. I I kinda of like you've mentioned before, it's a big philosophical com- communications that happens between Hogarth and the Iron Giant. Um, especially when they see the deer in the forest. Yeah. And, you know, he has this beautiful, lovely scene where the Iron Giant is almost touching the deer and the deer kind of runs away. Like not in a, in a terrified way, but it's it was curious, but just went on its way and then gets shot and we see this thing then, be mirrored later on then Disney's
0: Bambi starts.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but uh, imagine, imagine that was actually the sloth the Bambi.: It's just the deers didn't give a shit about the robot because it yeah. was just, that was necessary, whatever. <laughs> but, um, like,
0: yeah.
1: I think I mean it's not really a Jesus moment, but it's a really sort of like a Jesus I'm having feelings here is when the iron giant thought Hogarth was dead after they crash to the ground and he's like just touching them and he's just like you see him like he's and gen- I mean by definition losing his mind. Like he is like grabbing inside of his head. He's screaming and he's like in he's having a huge conflict internally and then you know it turns into evil robot. But that wasn't the big part. It was when he was still the Iron Giant and he was terrified looking. He was broken yeah. inside like he genuinely cared. Like that was an RJ's it's not great RJ's moment but it's sort of like a brave choice fair
0: play to you, you yeah, know there's, there's a lot of big there's a lot of big choices in this movie I think there's yeah. a lot of scenes that are like whoa that's very that's hard that's yeah. emotional you know I think, Do you know
1: what my uh, Jason moment is there's no fucking sequel ah Jesus lads come on <laughs> I'm joking I'm joking it's a great movie by itself and it doesn't need a sequel but that little tidbit at the end of the screw and the in the snow and
0: everything walking towards iron giant you're just like Oh, it's still alive. It's, it's <laughs> funny that you should say that, yeah. because our my my go to guy here, Brad Bird, has also answered that. Yeah, he said he hates the fact that people think that that was him leaving it open for a sequel, because he said that I was mean, he said that was not his intention. With what was his the intention? Ending. Surely he had. Oh, I can't remember it exactly now, but he said it was. um it was something to like it was a it was to tell Give pe- hope. it was to tell people that like to kind of reinforce that the giant like became who he wanted to be and he's okay sort of thing. And he also wanted it to end because the whole movie is kind of like callbacks to fifties sci fi stuff. And a lot of those yeah. like in fifties like horror sci fis often ended with this like the end or is it? Yeah. up on the screen and he actually I think he, had, he miscalculated he actually at one point thought about putting that on the screen when the movie ended and just, yeah. just decided not to he was like no that's a bit too I, much but, yeah.
1: i think he miscalculated and i will say this one thing one thing i would change about the movie is don't show us like iceland and you know, just have the screw tapping to get the window he lets the screw go off into yeah, you you could have ended it there. It. I'll
0: be honest, like this this is where I go back to. Like I'm pretty sure I the thing is the first time I saw it because I I thought the movie I didn't realize the giant was okay at the end. <laughs> I thought he blew up and he died and that was it. It was that was the end yeah. of the movie. So I was very surprised. great scene though. It's yeah.
1: <laughs> Can we talk about <laughs> that emotional scene when he says like "You stay, I go, no following, no follow," and like people when people quote the movies and. I am Superman. I am super. It's not. I am Superman. He he, he expresses every single syllable. It's important, you know. Yeah, mm, definitely. And he's at peace. He he knows he's doing the right thing, you know.
0: Yeah, and that's the other order. um the thing that a lot of people well, I don't know if a lot of people, but something that the the writers thought about for that scene was that people are probably going to go, why doesn't he just shoot the missile? Why doesn't Zero Giant just turn into a big thing and shoot the missile out of the sky? And no, I said mean, no, because because he has. You watch like, a movie? Like yeah, I mean he has. It's the whole thing. He's not a gun. He's decided no, he doesn't want to be a yeah. gun. He's not going to do that anymore. And it's important. He has. He, it's. It's about his self-sacrifice. All, also, consistent.
1: even beyond that, the cinematography for the entire movie, he always uses himself as, as a shield to protect. That's this whole thing, you know. <laughs> I, mean, I am
0: <laughs> not a gun. He says yeah, it but, like two minutes before. But he, he does, put his like, body.
1: But like even if flying around and he's fighting the jets, he's always constantly blocking. Yeah, the
0: kids like that's his whole bloody that, thing. There, that's my Jesus moment, kind of is. Yeah, when the the giant is like, he runs through the town and he has Hogarth in his hand and he's like running away or whatever, and. The, the army are there and the general and Agent Manley is, or no, Dean stops and Agent Manley's giving out and he's like, yeah, you let him get away or whatever and Dean is like, you need to tell these people to stop shooting at him. He's got Hogarth in his hand. He's carrying, yeah, a kid a, he's yeah. a kid in his hand. He's carrying a kid and the Agent Manley's like, yeah, no problem. I'll tell them and then he runs over to the general and the says, the general's like, well, what happened to the kid? And the general says, he killed him. He killed a kid. Yeah. You need to blow him up and it's like, yeah jesus christ man
1: yeah that's this like i get the feeling this guy was on the way up before this movie to some sort of higher position but then got booted down for some infraction down to this level like this side yeah, shitty job that he had to do that, he hated just
0: that whole fucking scene i was like just that moment yeah. i was like fucking hell i know the kid was like annoyed you or whatever but like you lived like it for a few weeks. That's surely you like, had some sort of sentimental me. attachment. I thought you had the hots for his mother at the very least. Like, yeah. what the who's up? We're f- gonna make another Hogarth yeah. I mean, Oh yeah. Annie Hughes is a fox, by the way. Yeah, she is. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Okay, let's give us. Let's do final thoughts. Yes, Mister Frodo. It's over now. Final thoughts. The Iron Giant. I mean, I don't know how much I can say about this that hasn't been said already. The mad
1: thing is, like, I so you. I think it's very clear that I love this movie. I've always loved this movie. I watched it plenty of times, and this is like not your first time coming to it, but it's it's a, a first. I'm looking at it properly and under trying to break it apart and understand it. Yeah. I think this is a great movie for people who love film. I think there's lots to break down, a lot to understand. It's well-crafted. Yeah. You know, whereas there's a lot of other movies that are great entertainment, lots of fun, ha, ha, ha. This is a really well-made movie. They cut as much fat away as they could. They left only what was needed. And they dealt with themes, and it's multi-layered. Personally, I love this film. I know I joked about having a sequel. I don't think a sequel could add to this.
0: No, there's no need for one. I it could a sequel could only harm the movie. Yeah, more than it would help. To be honest. Yeah, and it's you yeah. know it, it's nice it's nice that Brad Bird is of the same opinion. He said he will never yeah. do one.
1: No, he he's right too. Um again i i don't get me wrong i love it but it told everything it wanted to say yeah and i think if you start trying to add more to it it would just imply what was said so far was incomplete and it absolutely wasn't
0: so you don't think they should adapt the sequel novel the iron woman is that what you're saying I'm a
1: sexist, yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I mean, I've I, look. I've, I've looked at this the sequel a few times. I mean, it, it's like from what people read it, they enjoyed it as much as the first book, and that it was very powerful and meaningful. But I, I would, I, without having read the book, so I'm just this is just a really shitty, lazy opinion. I don't think the book and the movie are the same thing. They're not. Not really. I mean. Would it be There's nice? some connections.
0: Would it be? Could it work? I think you could do it. I think you could introduce an Iron Woman type thing and you could have it set like that she's sort of interfering in Hogarth and the Iron Giants friendship or their like weird father son thing that they have going on and but the whole thing there's a movie there you, like you can do it but it there's no point yeah. like it's not necessary you know, how, do you, know like, it's,
1: you know how you could tell the movie uh, set it now and have it, nothing to do with the original Iron Giant like it's still set in the same world but they don't really meet up and it's just about the original Iron Woman it was all about environment mostly and you you mentioned it's also about sexism um, feminism Feminine sexism, sexism yeah. right and let's be fair I know we can make jokes now environmental issues and sexism are hot topics for today mm. they, they really bloody well are so I don't think necessarily it's a bad idea to have a sequel like that but I don't think mix it with the original let the original be its own story have them maybe like surface level connected maybe at the end of the movie we see the Iron Giant appear with the kid who's now an adult and just say hey nice job or something yeah. like that but that's it
0: yeah I mean he'd be he'd be an old man yeah yeah exactly Hogarth well he's 9 years old in
1: 1957
0: yeah he'd be so he's 79 he'd be nearly yeah he'd be up there he'd, yeah. be, he'd be an old man yeah, yeah. the
1: Iron Giant does be age. lovely you know and that's why he doesn't does have to he? be involved it's it's like the retired sort of thing like, does he you age know?
0: do you think he ages
1: the the Big are, giant robot. Giant. I feel like he's a weapon. <laughs> I, I, I think some other races <laughs> sent him to attack people.
0: Yeah, but do you so. think he ages? Do you think he'll start rusting and fall apart? I I think like any vehicle, he'll probably start getting damaged <laughs> yeah. over time, yes. <laughs> so in the book, he comes from the ocean. Um, oh. He's not from space. He comes up from the bottom of the ocean. And Brad Bird made him come from space because he said if he comes from the ocean, people are just going to be like, well, why isn't he rusted? <laughs> oh god why is <laughs> he covered in rust <clears throat> but I, you know what i
1: like now thinking back to the movie he was very much introduced through the ocean he crashed in the ocean the first person scene was on a boat so mm-hmm. like they yeah. still kept that in its dna a little bit like it came from the ocean but it didn't yeah, yeah 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 it, it did and it didn't i guess yeah, yeah. The thing. It, it, it respects yeah. the past but it, Definitely to not yeah. to go down that rabbit hole.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess it's, uh, it's. It's a really good movie. I did. I did really enjoy it. I think. Um, I. Maybe didn't enjoy it as much, like after watching it yesterday. Like I watched it and hmm. thought that was really good, but yeah, I didn't really. I didn't really grasp how much I enjoyed it until we started talking about it. I think. Yeah. And the more it's, I, it's definitely
1: a talking movie.
0: The more I spoke about it, the more I was like, actually, do you know what? I'm an idiot. This was a, this was really, really good. I was prepared to sit here and be like, yeah, man, it's it's a good movie, but not it's not that. No, do you know what know it like is? It. Do you know what I think it is? I think it's
1: because this sort of story of a little boy finding a monster that ends up not being a monster and that all the other adults are... You like Lilo and Stitch and all that. This story has been told a million times. So when you watch it, you only pay attention to those very obvious themes. But then when you start talking about it, start understanding like the more deeper messages. I think that's when it kind of sticks out. I think that's it's a slow burn,
0: you know. Yeah, probably. Yeah, and I mean, look the the surface level trappings are still beautiful. Yeah, no, you, you don't have to. We're not, I'm not expecting anybody to sit down here and yeah. write write a thesis on the Iron Giant. And
1: that's the case of every movie. You know? Like, enjoy it for what, whichever way you want to enjoy it. Like, you know.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. I hope, I hope I, I tried to, I tried to read up as much as I could about it for this movie. Yeah. Which is, there's was loads a, of stuff which behind was, it. Yeah. I mean, it was a big, it was a big ask because I watched hmm. the movie last, like, last night and we're recording now, yeah. like, the following day. So um i'm sure there's a ton of stuff i've missed i know there's like a bunch of little details in the movie like hmm. i know in one scene you can see the night sky and that one of the stars is moving and that's supposed to be the sputnik satellite and brad Bird put it in there not yeah. expecting anybody to ever see it and there's a tons of tiny little details like that in it i'm sure i haven't hit was them he all. a
1: scout here's the thing was he a scout for his army was he a general for his army? Because he landed on Earth. Were there more people coming? Were there yeah, more joins?
0: Lo- those are the questions Brad Bird yeah. doesn't want you to ask.
1: I mean, but I they're think they're people they're ask. <laughs> they're just not expected to get an answer. <laughs> you you're never getting you an know? answer. Well. But <laughs> you can are. talk about it, but and I mean, that's fun to talk yeah, about. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, just even like little things in the movie, and there's a there's a whole there's a whole bigger story going on, like in the background yeah. of it. And I mentioned that it was almost made in Ireland. That was because Don Bluth passed on the movie. Um, yeah he brought over, like, uh, interestingly enough, I found out that this movie has the same head animator as Hercules. Oh. The head animator whose name I will tell you is... Uh, can't find his name.
1: All right, Can we just say, Hang like, the three, three movies <laughs> you <me> picked <laughs> me had me. all very... In, yeah, you can look while I talk. <laughs> 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 but those three movies we, you picked all had really interesting art directions um i think on the surface level a lot of people would look at hercules and say that's probably the least worked on visually but they'd be entirely wrong like the entire aesthetic was built from the ground up for that movie it's really interesting styles and sort of character but yeah um i was just thinking about the iron giant like you know how disney used to have like um tv um shows based on a disney movie and how they like continue the story like because i was looking at there's there's all these weeks where you see the iron giant just living at the junkyard and i feel like that's what disney would have put its entire like two seasons animated tv show and they probably would have had like a crossover with i don't know the lion king or some stuff but um, yeah, no, um, it's, I love this in- universe. There's a part of me that would love to know a lot more about it. But like I said, I don't think it's necessary either. But
0: yeah, that's Richard Basley. S-
1: there we go. That's his I name. definitely wasn't just yep. rambling there to save yep. cozy time. Yep.
0: R- <laughs> Richard Basley was his name. Uh, he worked on Pocahontas, Hercules and Tarzan for Disney. And then yeah, he left, all
1: visually quite similar in a way. Yeah, left Disney. Angular, you know? Left
0: Disney to come over and work on this with Brad Bird because Basley himself had wanted to make this movie before Warner Brothers started making okay. it with Brad Bird. He had he was the one who pitched it, I think, to Don Bluth okay. him, himself. He was mm. like, "I want to make this movie," and they were like, "Nah, I did that because mm. he's English." Anywho, what are we watching next?
1: Okay this is a bit of a weird one and I think it'll be my last nostalgia choice for the moment but The Rocketeer never seen it yeah I, I thought you wouldn't I'd, most people haven't and I bloody enjoy it uh, <laughs> so I'm looking forward to that next week uh, watching The Rocketeer
0: yeah okay cool, cool. The Rocketeer it uh, is folks,
1: uh, folks uh, thank you for um, joining in our poll um, please like share subscribe whatever you do on the social media Yoko Bobs. And I think that's it for me.
0: Yeah, I have. I've said all I can say about the Iron Giant. No,
1: you could have said like two hours left in you. I know you do. Yeah,
0: probably. <laughs> I hope. I look. I hope everybody enjoyed it all the same. And thank you guys for hanging out with us. We'll see you next week for the Rocketeer. Asherlo, it's a